Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Rough Riders Rescue Tales podcast. My name's Christian Meyer. I'm the founder of Rough Riders, Saving Dogs on Death Row. We are a nonprofit uh, based out of Reno, Nevada, that uh, our mission is sort of twofold. We go down to Southern California, Southern Nevada, Central California, and take dogs out of kill shelters and overcrowded shelters and bring them back up to the shelters that we partner up with here in the northern Nevada area. Uh, we've got great adoption rates, we've got great foster rates, and we've got a network of shelters that are just looking to help. And so we've made some great partnerships with the Nevada Humane Society, the SPCA of Northern Nevada, Canine Rehabilitation and Sanctuary, Humane Society of Truckee Tahoe, and we're always adding more partners as we go along. The second part of what we do is promote local adoption and fostering uh, through marketing efforts. We have a, uh, a great following that's building through Facebook, through Instagram, people who want to get involved, people who want to help support the cause. And because of that, uh, we're able to get that information out there to people who are looking to adopt. Uh, one of the things that uh, we really try to push is adopting dogs from rescues. Just because they weren't right for their previous situation doesn't necessarily mean that they're not right for your situation. So if you're looking to adopt a dog, we strongly recommend you reach out to one of your local rescues, take a look, schedule some time. Uh, if you have other dogs or children in the family, bring them down, have them meet the dogs that you're interested in, and then they can get to know your family a little bit. And it's a great way to give a dog a second chance at life. So the Rough Riders Rescue Tales podcast is a show that highlights a couple different areas of the rescue community. Uh, first and foremost, we tell stories of rescue. We love to hear stories about dogs uh, that have come from situations that may not have been the best, but have gone to situations where they've got loving homes and just great futures. The second part of what we do on this podcast is interview businesses that support the rescue community. And uh, oftentimes they will uh, offer up uh, different discounts and, and things that uh, you can get involved with uh, that not only help us out, help them out. And uh, we love to hear their stories as well. Uh, finally, the thing that we do in this podcast is we highlight uh, what we call the unadoptables. These are dogs from various shelter locations around the area that uh, may have been there a while, have adopted and been brought back, have uh, medical conditions, um, and are really just looking for the right situation. Again, you know, the the super cute dogs that are golden doodles, for instance, uh, have no problem getting adopted. You know, there's certain breeds that, uh, unfortunately, they need a little bit of help. And that's where we stepped in and uh, want to definitely highlight uh, those dogs for you guys and hopefully find them their forever home. So to get things started, uh, let's go ahead and start with our first rescue story on our first episode. Uh, this one in particular is Tahoe. Now, Tahoe is our dog. He is our brand ambassador. He is the reason that we started this foundation. He is a two-year-old uh, blue pit bull uh, and just the sweetest dog that can be. Uh, his situation always wasn't always that great. When he was found, he was found down at the Carson River, uh, just a few miles south of where we're located up here in Reno, with his mom and his six siblings. Now, his mom was emaciated. She was doing everything she could 
to try and nurture her dogs. Luckily, they were found when they did, and uh, they were brought up to some friends of ours who ended up fostering the entire litter. Of course, they reached out, uh, had us come down, take a look, and immediately we fell in love with them. Uh, If it was up to us, we would have adopted them all. Unfortunately, probably the HOA would not necessarily appreciate that. But ultimately, we ended up falling most, most in love with Tahoe. Now, uh, Tahoe is sort of unique in his litter in that uh, he's the only uh, blue pit out of there that has uh, very distinct white markings, and uh, he tends to be a little bit leaner than his brothers and sisters. His brothers and sisters are uh, definitely more of a traditional, uh, bulky uh, type pit, uh, whereas he almost looks like he could have some uh, lab in him, uh, very lean, very uh, you know muscular as well. But uh, we brought him in at about eight weeks, and uh, our home already had uh, two dogs in it, uh, two older dachshunds. Um, One is Marley, one is Tia, and so we weren't quite sure how they would get along, uh, but we were pleasantly surprised. Tahoe came right in. Uh, He and Marley bonded right away. Tia got a little bit, took a little bit longer for her to get used to Tahoe. But at the same time, you know, she loves the hell out of them. Uh, and then one of the fun things, obviously, with them being dachshunds and uh, being much smaller, as he keeps getting bigger in size, he still has sort of that small dog mentality. So he thinks he can play with them. He wants to climb up on our lap and curl up. And, uh, I mean, again, just the sweetest dog. Uh, he does great with my kids. I've got a, a five- and an eight-year-old. Uh, he lets them climb all over them, uh, doesn't give it a second thought. And he loves dogs, uh, aside from his sisters here, uh, when we go out uh, in public and uh, take him in on walks. Now, one of the things with him being a pit bull is that we realize that we have a added responsibility as the owners of the pit bull. He's not a lab. He's not a golden retriever. You can't just let him off of leash and run uh, out and about, not necessarily for any fault of his own but more because of the stigma around the pit bull breed and what people outside might think. Now, again, like I said, he is the sweetest dog. He loves people. He loves kids. He loves other animals. But at the same time, you know, we'll be walking down the street and somebody walking their dog will make an effort to cross the street just because they see the breed that he is. And so part of what we do is help to try and destigmatize uh, certain breeds, especially Pitbull being uh, one of those. The main reason is because they make great family pets. Yeah, they got a bad rap as uh, fight dogs, but before that they were known as nanny dogs. And nanny dogs, I mean, they were given that name for the exact reason that they are great at taking care of kids. They're extremely loyal and they love their families. So one of the things that I recommend is if you are looking at owning a pit bull, they're a great addition to the family. Do your research and make sure you're a responsible pit bull owner. Training goes a long way. Obviously, if the dog listens to you and is more well-behaved, that goes a long way to showing people out in public that these dogs are more than just vicious killers. And so that's basically the story of Tahoe and uh, what we're looking to do here on the podcast bring light to uh, you know these great stories of uh, dogs that have been rescued and brought back around. 
Now, with us being a nonprofit, one of the things that we rely on is donations. Uh, obviously, everything we do is based on raising enough money to get the gas, get the vehicles, uh, be able to pay for the food and the water to go down and pick these dogs up from the kill shelter situations and bring them back up. And that's where you guys come in. So, of course, we always need donations, and there's lots of ways that you guys can get involved. Um, the first and foremost, uh, you know, social media. As I mentioned, we've got a huge social media following, and it's growing exponentially day in and day out. Um, one of the best things to do, just get on there, share our cause, share some of our pictures. Uh, as I mentioned, we love to show the stories of the rescue dog. You know, these are dogs in happy family situations. These are dogs that are ready to be rescued and are ready for those types of situations. We're never going to show you the Sarah McLaughlin sob stories with, uh, you know, sad, emaciated dogs stuck in kennels, shivering. Um, that's not the heartstring we're trying to tug at. You know, we really want to show that these are great family dogs and that they have life after shelter. So sharing on social media is one of the greatest ways that you can contribute. In addition to that, again, we always need money. If you go onto our website, which is roughriders.org, you can donate, uh, just scroll down to the bottom or click the button uh, up on the menu, and it'll bring you to a secure PayPal page where you can make a donation any size of your choice. And of course, your donations are always welcome, and they go directly to the cause. The third way that you can uh, participate is by purchasing our apparel. So we have uh, a number of different um, t-shirts and women's t-shirts and hats, uh, zip-up hoodies, polo shirts, uh, things that you can purchase. You know, they've got a great style to them. Uh, they follow our black and white color scheme. And uh, again, the proceeds from that purchase go directly to the foundation. Finally, the last way you can get involved is through our business partner program. This is for those of you who own a business, manage a business, are a, uh, uh, a district manager or a regional manager, and want to get involved. Um, a lot of times, nonprofits will reach out to companies uh, to solicit donations, and companies will give those donations, and basically all they really get back are uh, not only a tax-deductible uh, uh, write-off at the end of the year, but the warm and fuzzies. We like to take it a little little bit further. And so with that, uh, when you donate to us, not only do you get the tax-deductible donation, but you also get the warm and fuzzies. And we've got a couple different levels where we will help promote your business. We'll give you shout-outs on our social media. We've got an uh, area where we can create a landing page for you. And uh, You'll have the ability to offer discounts to your clients uh, who end up uh, donating with us. And so it's a great program. We've got a number of businesses uh, who are looking at getting on board, get started. And uh, you can check those businesses out on the uh, partner program uh, or partner offers button at the top of our page. Again, that's roughriders.org. So as I mentioned, uh, we love to get people involved. If you get a chance, check out our website, again, roughriders.org, on Instagram, at roughridersaves, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash roughridersaves. Please reach out. Let us know what you think. We love the feedback. We love those of you who are engaging, and uh, let's keep it up. 
All right, so for today's uh, interview, we have the uh, co-owners of Forever USA based out of uh, right here in Reno, Nevada. It is uh, Jason and Christy Arias. Uh, go ahead and say hi, guys. Bye. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so Forever USA um, basically started life as uh, Moray Creatives Photography Studio. Um, can you guys give a little uh, history on you know where you came from and sort of the evolution to what is now Forever USA? Yeah, our um, our background, like you said, originally started in photography. We own Moray Creatives Photography, and a little over a year ago, there was an opportunity to. Um, a pop-up gallery uh, in downtown Reno over at the Renaissance and it quickly turned into something that we could create a community event out of um, and we had a we've had rescues and dogs in our lives uh, my dad owns Charlie's place here in Reno um, and so instead of just focusing on um, families or traditional portrait photography we decided to go uh with the with the fur family route and do a gallery that was dedicated to nothing but rescue dogs mm -hmm. um and the and the goal was really to um be able to share the story of the impact that rescues have on our life after they've been adopted as opposed to just being before they were adopted and we also wanted to see how we could support the community too by using our talents and what we believe in and our you know our passion within these families and that's how we ended up coming up with supporting the rescues because by supporting the rescue shelters we're supporting the rescues yep. which is fantastic you know obviously it sets you guys apart from every other I hate to say run-of-the-mill photography studio that's out there, uh, but it allows you to to create your own name and, and put your own stamp on a uh, industry that, um, you know, seems to be sort of cookie cutter. Uh, but mm. you guys have definitely stepped outside of that box. Right. Yes. <laughs> we try. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Jason, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you had grown up with rescues. Was that sort of your first foray into the rescue community um you know what really got you interested in making rescues and dogs specifically a focus for you guys so like for me um i never saw rescues as rescues i guess mm -hmm. i think that's the okay. thing um my first uh, and we kind of refer to them as our you know our our life dogs you know the ones that we really connect with um i adopted a um a jack russell beagle mix uh, what would have been 18 years ago now. Um, but, but I didn't think like at the time I never th saw her as like a rescue. Like I didn't even think of the rescue. If I don't know if that makes sense. Right. And so, so she was with me, uh, until she was 17. Um, and then right at the same time, like I said, my dad owns Charlie's place. He had an, uh, an abandoned dog over there that somebody had just kind of left in their backyard and he knew that we were looking, you know, um, you know, for a an age uh, for another a, another, another yeah, friend as as Nina was aging. Yeah. Um, so we brought in Brownie, and then this project launched. And something that I discovered in the community is that there's there's a lot of people that have a lot of different stigmas about yeah. rescues, and so that's what I'm saying. Like in my world, none of that was ever there. Um, I've always just seen them as family members nothing better or worse than any other dog or animal um but the stigma that comes with rescues um that we were 
realizing very quickly and feeling is that people think they're broken or that there's something wrong with them. You know, they're scared that they don't know their past. What does that, what does that mean that they're bringing into our family that we're going to have to correct or fix? Like it's just, and that's just not the case. There's not, you know, there's not really anything that we have to necessarily fix. They're not broken. They're amazing. And so, um, we, we knew that we needed to help, you know, get that out, you know, share the word about them, show how amazing they are in our families and the impacts they do make in our family and how they become part of your family and are part of your family. And that's exactly it. I mean, the, that's the point that, you know, even though a dog is at a shelter, you know, maybe they weren't right for their previous situation, but that doesn't mean right. that they're not right for the next situation. And that's uh, right. You know, it's and the shelters are doing a good job at that, at trying to match them up, you know, with the right people, um, with the personalities, and they're doing amazing at that. Um, the part that they're struggling with, where we found that we could help, is these animals in the rescue shelters. They're not actually representing themselves as who they really are, you know, within their personality, within their spirit. Because just like us, if we were put into a little room, you know, with everybody around us who that's not who we are we're not that's not a good representation of who we are so we're able to show who these rescues are in real life and what that looks like you know after they're out of the rescue shelter and that's actually a perfect segue into what my next question was going to be in that okay you know you guys were started at more creatives became forever uh, Reno, now you're Forever USA. You know, what exactly yeah. is your business focus now? What are you doing uh, within that rescue community that uh, is essentially the reason that we're talking and, and, you know, give people an idea, okay, yeah, you're photographers, but, but what does that mean to, uh, you know, dogs that could be adopted, dogs that uh, have been adopted? Um, you know, give us a little sense of sort of the network that you, you guys are establishing. Well, it's um, it's oh, kind so, of. Uh, well, wait, I have to say, I'm so 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 excited about this question because I love the answer, and it's like the heart of um, everything that we're doing. But I'll let Jason explain it. But I really think this is this is the super exciting part. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it's it's kind of twofold. What we quickly realized through Forever Reno was that the possibility for the footprint of sharing these stories was much bigger than anything we had anticipated. Um, we found that we were able to collect stories for rescues that they were now going to be able to share, to re-empower their brand and their message. Um, and you're talking about the rescues, right? The rescue shelters, right? The shelters, yes. across, like, and not just big or small, like it, regardless, like all of them, like, mm -hmm. I mean, Rough Riders, you know, will have stories to share and Nevada Humane will have stories mm -hmm. to share, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we found this need by actually being part of the galas and supporting the rescues right. in their events and things. And we saw the need that, you know, they need to sh be able to share the, the truth, you know, of what's really happening in these families um, and these rescues. And we're able to do that and support them right, because, with the stories and the photographs. Because here's the thing that... One of the things that we discovered early on in the rescue community is that they're really, really good at sharing these horrible, awful stories of what we're saving them from. Yeah. And then they get adopted and we don't talk 
about that much anymore. But that's what people can relate to is knowing that impact that they had afterwards. And so we also recognize that that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And so collecting that information at the rescue level so that they can follow up and know what's going on. It's a lot of work. They just don't have the resources for it. But that's a talent that we have. That's something that, you know, we've perfected and it is a skill set. And so that's really where the partnership's starting to come together, you know, where we can collect those stories and photograph those stories and then reinfuse that back into the community years down the road after they've already been rescued. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was the first part. And that's the part that was really exciting. The other part was that we started getting all sorts of areas asking when we're coming there. <laughs> you know, um, our the book has made it as far away as like Thailand or something like wow. ask Heather. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's people connect with it, you know, because the first year's books out and its stories are out and the second one's getting ready to come out this December. But when they get to read this, in some ways, it makes them feel seen and heard. Right. And so as this started growing and as the book would show up in Southern California and Arizona and going back east and, you know, all over the world, we were hearing that need for it to go other places. Yeah. And so people were were messaging us and right. saying, I wish you were in my city. You know, I wish that we were able to celebrate this and show this support in our city. So starting this fall, we are launching the national campaign. That's why we've switched from Forever Reno to Forever USA to um, expand into Sacramento now and partner with both nonprofits and commission other photographers to build that same community down there as well. Wonderful. And uh, now what are some of the areas that you guys have already uh, started establishing, um, you know, with different rescues and different photographers? So right now, Reno, uh, like the Reno Tahoe area. um, And then we're just now tapping into the Sacramento area as well. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. We're talking cities, but, but Sacramento is our first go right right now. And our website's going to have a nomination so that like we can, figure out where that next need is, you know, so that's, we, our goal is to be in 10 cities over the next five years. Which is great. And then the other nice thing about, you know, having you guys on this, you know, our reach uh, tends to be not only local, but national as well. Um, Mm -hmm. That, you know, if somebody's interested in getting in touch with you guys, um, go ahead and give, you know, the contact information, give them your website, uh, let them know how to get in touch with you uh, if they are interested. Yeah, uh, the best way is just to go to the the new website forever f u r e v e r u s a dot com. Awesome. Yeah, and like I said, you know, feel free to reach out to to Jason and Christy. Um, you know, they're more than happy to help work with you guys and uh, uh, you know try and get something set up. Obviously, the goal as much for us being Rough Riders as you guys for being Forever USA is to make it uh, essentially a national brand at some point. Absolutely. And, and depending on when um, this particular podcast goes live, we have um, a, a really incredible video project um, that will be going live on the website on September 5th. So awesome. it's a, it's a kind of like documentary series uh, talking about the project and, and um, the impact that we're trying to make. Perfect. Yeah. So the uh, podcast is going to be live uh, for people to download and listen to uh, tomorrow, which is uh, August 17th, Friday, oh, wow. uh, okay. which, 
which basically means uh, gives people time to get ready to reach out to you. Now, September 5th, you guys are also having a big launch event for those of you who are local, correct? Yep, absolutely. Well, it, and anybody who happens to want to fly in or drive in, they can all come too. <laughs> so whoever just whoever that's funny that we're talking about this now because we are not actually announcing our website to the community until the launch party so anyone that listens to this podcast is going to be like a step ahead of everybody else they're getting like the vip treatment there you go a little insider info (laughs) (laughs) yeah we 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 tend to work quick over loud I love it. That's awesome. But yes, having that party on the 5th here at the studio, and it is from 5 to 8. Yep. And um, we're, right, we're right in Midtown. Yep, right in Midtown. And we're going to be launching the brand, the announcement that everyone that's listening to this is hearing already, but we'll be able to have our video up and everything. So it'll be really exciting. Perfect. And now do uh, people need to RSVP? Do they need to let you know they're coming? Or is it sort of an open house where uh, people can show up and just enjoy their time? It, it is an open house. Uh, nobody has to RSVP to come. Um, but it would be great so that we knew uh, how many beverages to have on hand <laughs> when people show up. <laughs> so we do have on Facebook, we created an event for it. So um, it's Perfect. there as well. Yeah. And now everyone can see if they go to Forever Reno on Facebook because we're not sharing the Forever USA yet, but all of your followers will know about that. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. And then sort of lastly, you know, you guys have been kind enough that uh, any listeners who uh, donate uh, $100 to Rough Riders, our uh, nonprofit, will be given a complimentary uh, photo session for their dog. Uh, you know, the ability to, uh, you know, purchase prints and, and get some really beautiful artwork for their home. Uh, in addition to that, the if we reach five people who donate, uh, you guys have been kind enough to uh, essentially give a $250 gift card uh, to one of those people. And, uh, yep. you know, it'll be a drawing pulled at random. And if we can get to 10 entries, you guys are going to do $500? Sure. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So, yeah. Um, okay. So, but here's, here's here's the thing. So, instead of being pulled at random, Christian, what I would love to do is discover which is the most impactful story, right? So, we want to hear those stories. Like, what what has this rescue dog created in your family? What kind of impact? How have they saved you? Right. Those right. are the stories that we're looking for because yeah. that's really what we want to celebrate. And so, what I would love to do is. Uh, without names attached, present you with those stories, and then maybe we can get together again and do another real, just quick unveiling of um, of the the stories that we love so much. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I think that's a great way to do it. It's a great tie-in to what you guys are doing uh, with telling those stories, and uh, I think you know one lucky person is is going to definitely get some fantastic artwork to be able to share uh, around their home. Yep. And awesome. well, those stories too, those stories and those photographs are going to help him. Absolutely, right? yep. It's going to help you as well. Yeah. So, so, at, so, so at the very least, whatever, whoever signs up, we're going to end up using those stories and those photographs to support you to come back to Rough Riders to support your story and what you're doing as well. Yeah. Which is awesome, and that's the whole point of this well, podcast is to be able to tell those stories. You know, as you yep. mentioned right. earlier. You know, we're not of the mind of the Sarah McLaughlin uh, uh, 
advertisements showing, you know, dogs who are scared and sad, you know, just like you guys, our whole, our whole purpose is to show them happy and in loving homes and that, you know, there is life beyond uh, the shelters. Yes. Well, anybody just come by the gallery and they can see exactly what it is that we're, that we're talking about and celebrating. You don't have to wait until the, the big launch party. If you just want to come by and say hi and check it out, we're, we're an open door policy. You're always welcome to come in and check everything out. Right. That's awesome. Well, uh, Jason, Christy, I, I appreciate you guys taking the time, uh, telling me about the business and, and what you guys are doing for the community. Um, you know, I, I really look forward to uh, working with you guys further. Absolutely. Oh, yes. We Thank you wait. so much. We adore you. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, you guys. Awesome, Christian. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. Right. Bye. 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 Now, to take advantage of Forever USA's generous offer of donating $100 to receive a free photo session, simply go to our website, roughriders.org, click on Partner Offers, and then you'll see the Forever USA logo there. Click on that, and it'll take you to a specialized landing page. From there, just enter your information in, and one of Forever USA's specialists will reach out to you, arrange that photo shoot, and uh, collect your generous donation. Uh, additionally, keep an eye on our uh, social media, on Instagram and on Facebook, uh, and you'll see posts on there with links to that landing page as well. Finally, we've reached the unadoptables portion of the show. Uh, on this week's show, we're highlighting uh, what was supposed to be a few dogs from the uh, Nevada Humane Society. Uh, but fortunately for them, with the Humane Society's uh, recent duck race this past weekend, it looks like a couple of them got adopted. So uh, there's a really sweet, uh, small, I think he was a Chihuahua mix. His name was Peanut. He was a little bit older, missing a few teeth, had a tongue that stuck out and one ear that stood straight up. Uh, absolutely adorable. So glad that he found his forever home. Uh, the other dog that uh, appears to have been adopted is a dog named Big Red. And Big Red looked like a uh, Pitbull uh, American Terrier mix. Um, not sure what she was mixed with. Sweet as can be. Um, loving, very calm, very... Um, calculating in her demeanor and uh, again the fact that uh, she got adopted out is a fantastic thing so that leaves us with one dog in this episode of the unadoptables and that is magoo magoo is again a pit bull mix he's uh, about four years old a little over four years old uh, male he's white and black has a, a little spattering of uh, brown in his coat as well and uh, he is a ham. Uh, I, I like to call him a potato, uh, mostly for the fact that, uh, you know, he's big, he's bulky. Um, again, to somebody who's unassuming, may assume he's scary, but he's sweet as can be. Uh, loves playing with toys, loves belly rubs, uh, loves to go on walks, pulls a little bit, but for the most part, he's very well behaved. And uh, he's one of those dogs that's been at the Nevada Humane Society for a little while now. Unfortunately, overlooked for his uh, uh, breed, but he certainly deserves a home. Certainly deserves a chance uh, for people to come meet him, uh, spend a little time with him, and just see how goofy he is. Now, one of the things you can do is... Uh, I've put together a video on our website. Uh, if you are listening to this podcast from the website, it'll be posted in the same post. Uh, if you're listening to it on iTunes, 
go to the website, roughwriters.org, and go to the podcast section and click on episode one. Again, it's well worth to see Magoo. We've got some pictures and video. Loves his toy, loves playing around with it. And uh, again, he is the perfect dog for somebody who likes to get out, but at the same time likes to stay in uh, a little bit as well. Check him out. If you have any questions, if you are interested in adopting him, reach out to the Nevada Humane Society and they would be more than happy to arrange a visit with you, your family, your dog, and see if he is the right fit for your home. So stay tuned uh, to future podcast episodes. Each week we are going to be featuring uh, different rescues, different dogs that need help uh, from those rescues and uh, what we can do to get their story out there, get them loved and get them home. That does it for this week's episode of the Rough Riders Rescue Tales podcast. Again, my name's Christian with Rough Riders. Uh, Come visit us at roughriders.org. And uh, follow us on social media, Instagram at Rough Riders Saves, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Rough Riders Saves. Reach out to us, let us know what you think of the podcast, and uh, hopefully you guys continue listening on to the next one. Thank you. Have a great week.